I have created a freebie for you. 41 ways to teach your child entrepreneurial skills in your homeschool to help you take your homeschool to the next level. Link in the show notes. I am so excited to introduce Neutralite. This company has been around for 80 plus years. They were green before green was even a thing. They have the world's number one kids and adults vitamins and kids and adults probiotics. This company uses the power of plants from seed to product to nourish and support you and your family's immune systems so you can have fun and enjoy living life together. Don't spend another penny on low quality vitamins that invest more in advertisement than the product. Arm yourself with Neutralite vitamins and probiotics. With purchases over $99, there's free shipping. Stop losing sleep and time with your family and get back to life with Neutralite. Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. Today's guest is Anne Marie Flood. CEO of Play and Thrive Speech Therapy. Play and Thrive Speech Therapy is a family-centered speech and language therapy practice with a focus on supporting children's needs through play, from helping pre-verbal toddlers with their first words to helping older elementary learners with inferencing and summarizing. Anne founded Play and Thrive Therapy in January of 2022 in the hopes of offering families more flexibility and collaboration. Anne believes in partnering with families to help early learners improve their speech and language skills through play. In this episode, we talk about how her program can help children who are struggling with ELA and may have some areas of weakness in language, how they could benefit from the additional targeted support. Also, how not being tied to a schedule gives us the freedom to pack up for a spontaneous day trip. So go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and a pen and paper, because you're not going to want to miss what Anne has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Today, we have Anne-Marie Flood, CEO and founder of Play and Thrive Speech. Anne-Marie, say hello to our guests and tell us, what is something you think most people don't know about homeschooling? Hi, everyone. So I would say how many field trips I get to take my kids on. We just since we're no longer tied to any specific schedules, times of day, days of week, we get to go and hit up all the best museums and parks in the middle of the week when no one's there. And we have a lot of fun doing it. So that's awesome. You have six Saturdays and one Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Yeah. You know, that's another thing that people, I guess, don't realize you don't, you have to be home, right? Like that's a stereotype. Like I'm going to be home never going to leave my house. I'm going to become, you know, pasty and never going to like see the the sunlight ever again. And that's actually not true. You get a chance to be very free and make the world your school. Right. So I love that. I love the fact that you brought that up. So let's talk about you because you're a little bit more unconventional. You do play and thrive speech. So you are working with kids to help them with their language skills, like Mm -hmm. to speak and to, okay, let's talk about that. Tell us about play and thrive speech. 
So I'm a speech therapist and I decided to branch out and do my own thing because I really wanted to be able to work more directly with families, not just one-on-one -on -one with the kids in a room and then kind of deliver them back to their parents, really involve the parents in the process and show them how much language learning can happen when we're, you know, just playing. And it looks like it's just playing, but they're constantly learning. There's little ways that we can tweak what we're doing and change a little bit to help kids who are maybe struggling with acquiring language develop that language, get those skills a little faster and be able to express themselves. So have you found a difference between when parents have been involved with the process versus just a kid alone? Oh my gosh, of course. <laughs> I mean, you know, I like to think that I can work by magic, but I have 30 minutes, maybe an hour in a week. How many hours a day does a parent, even if they're going to school and they only have them in the evenings and on the weekends and in the mornings, they still have so many hours a day to pick on those little teachable moments where they can, you know, capitalize on that. And boom, you've seized the learning moment. The kids learned something so much more authentically than they would have with me. And they have so many more of those opportunities throughout the week. So absolutely involving the parent, the whole family makes for such a better experience for everyone, I think. I agree. You know, it's funny. I still teach public school, but when the parents are involved in their kids' education, I I can nearly have a genius. Like the kid is so much, it's a vast difference between the kid who doesn't have their parent involved, who could probably be an actual genius, but with the kid who does have the mom or the dad or both involved, you have like a completely different child. And you have a completely different dynamic too within the whole entire classroom. So yeah, you know, it's, I feel like sometimes parents don't realize the importance of them, period, <laughs> like just how important they really are in their child's education and just their child's life. That's one thing that I think society has really kind of ripped that away from parents. And if there's any parents out there who really need to hear this, like you are actually really valued. You are super important and you are absolutely needed in your child's development and people who are professionals say that how much more will the kid learn when the parents involved? And that's true. So I just wanted to say that because I don't think it's said enough, <laughs> you know? And I think, I think sometimes even when parents really want to be involved and they want to do its best, it's sometimes hard because I've tried my best. I've done what I thought was best and my child still isn't speaking. What can I do differently? And I think that's where, you know, I like to come in and help those parents who really want to be involved, want to be engaged want to make that difference and just need some help figuring out what the next steps are. Love it. Love it. She is your girl right here. She's your compadre. Awesome. So <laughs> how did you get started in this? Like what inspired you to create this? So I was working, I was doing teletherapy in Alaska oh. and one of the positions I got to do was to work with, uh, I love it. A lot of states don't offer speech therapy through the district, but Alaska is one that does. And I was working with a, you know, a homeschool program there. And I got to work with families and it was very unusual. Usually I work with kids every week, maybe once or twice a week. And I was only seeing these kids either once a month, maybe twice a month. Mm -hmm. And so it was a lot less of my time, but I was still seeing some really great progress. And I just thought, you know, maybe, maybe there's a better way to do this. Maybe I can be using some of this to help my families locally. Cause I know here in Maryland, the district does not provide speech therapy. And I thought I, I can connect with families here and I can, you know, use what I'm already doing and help families around here too. So you're an East coaster. Yes. Yes. Me too. Brooklyn. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> it's a little North. <laughs> 
That's awesome. Yeah. You know, I think what you're doing is really awesome because speech therapy is really, have you found that lately there's been an uptick in, in the need of speech therapy? So I think it's going to take us, you know, a decade to get out from this and look back and say what happened and why. I think there is for sure a lot of kids who maybe didn't receive services during the pandemic and are currently, you know, the parents are now that things are opening up a lot more, making that push to kind of reach out to professional. Maybe we'll see that some of the effects of all the staying at home and the mask might have had some impact. I don't, it's, it's too, I think, early to really say what's causing what, but yes, I'm actually opening up an office. Huh just two weeks from now, because I had so, I was only doing teletherapy and I had so many families with these like birth to three aged kiddos reaching out for support. And obviously teletherapy is not going to work very well, but I'm trying to get down and see what a two-year-old's doing. Right. Oh, wow. Wow. So, and now with this uptick, there's also been like so many different learning challenges now, like there are a myriad of learning challenges. The two that I've kind of been learning more about have been um, the twice exceptional child. Yeah, that one, twice exceptional. And oh, John, I forgot the other one. But that one's been like so very mentioned a lot. Have you found that the speech is maybe one of those things that could be one of those twice exceptional? Like maybe they, they lack in that, but they are really highly intelligent in something else. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, first of all, you know, speech therapist does a wide range of things. We do language, but we also do articulation. Yeah, you have stuttering, you can have voice issues, you can have kind of social skills. There's a lot of different things that a speech therapist can cover. And just because a child is struggling in one area does not have really anything to say about how they're doing in any other area. Right. No, that's good. That's good to say. Because I think a lot of times it gets overarched and it kind of gets umbrellaed. I'm like, oh, they don't know how to just all of a sudden they can't do everything else. And I think with this new arrival, I don't know if it's new, but I've heard of it brand new. So for me, it's new. Uh, twice exceptional is, is really interesting. It is a really interesting concept. So tell me, where can parents find you? Like where would they be able to connect with you? And what does it look like to be part of your program? So there's a couple of different things. For one, I keep my Instagram and Facebook posts where I'm just kind of sharing for free some ideas for how you can start to target some of these early languages, these early language skills through play, some ideas like, hey, if you've got, you know, here's five things to do with Play-Doh to help your three-year-old, right? I also, on my Facebook page and on my website, you can contact me if, if anyone's looking for direct therapy. I'm also looking to start a kind of parent coaching model that's going to be kind of a class format that depends on the needs of the child, depends on the needs of the family, really, how so much support they need. Yeah. Talked about that, the coaching. What is that going to look like? What is that now? Like you're going to be coaching parents to be teaching their kids how to like continue on from yeah. the, okay. So it's specifically for some of these early language learners, you know, say the birth to four or five range who, where the, the child maybe doesn't need to be in speech therapy every week, but the parents do need some extra support in figuring out how they can best support their child. And so it's going to be 10 classes, I think, with an initial one-on-one. -on -one. And then the classes will be a group where there'll be breakout groups and a chance to kind of share a video and get some feedback from peers on, okay, what are the strategies we're going to be using? How are we doing with actually using that, you know, setting goals and kind of tracking our progress. 
That's really cool. That is really cool. That's exciting. I'm glad you're, you're doing, you're branching out and doing some new thing. That's pretty cool. So, I mean, it's always exciting when you're doing something brand new. It's like your heart is a little nervous. You get a little sweat. Like, oh my God, is it going to work? But it's really cool when you see the fruition of it. And I'm sure mm-hmm. it's going to turn out really well. I'm super excited. So tell me, have your parents talked to you about any of like the kids, how they're doing with the program and everything? Have you gotten any like testimonies or any reviews? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I like to have a really close relationship with all my families and I give updates on a weekly basis just to, you know, say, Hey, this is what we're doing. And what did you like? How can we do this differently? What do you need from me more next week? I do have, I don't know. I, <laughs> I feel, I, I feel a little, uh, uncomfortable reading praise about myself, but I've had, yeah. had one person share that they were just really pleased because they were able to kind of graduate from speech where they felt like they'd been kind of in a plateau for years. And then we worked together and after three months, he was able to graduate out. And that was one of the families where I was only working with them like every other week. And so it was just, I, I'm getting goosebumps. It was amazing to watch how much progress this child made from, you know, I'd see him one week and then two weeks later, he mastered a goal and we were moving on to the next one. Wow. That so was just a really good collaborative process. That's really awesome. That's got to feel great, right? Like that feedback just to be able to be like, yes, you know, and it's, it's like me as a teacher, like when my students get the aha moment or their eyes brighten and they're like, you know, and you're like, yes, you got it. (laughs) It's fantastic. I love it. Awesome. So as we're wrapping up, what's the call to action? Where can they find you? So the best thing to do is to go to my website and just click on to start the process. You're going to schedule an initial consultation with me. It's a 15 minute one-on-one. So I can see, just kind of get a better idea of exactly what the level of support is that you need and suggest where to go from there. Whether that's with me or suggesting that here's some resources to take elsewhere. I'm really big on making sure that I'm sharing, not just saying, this is what I do, but saying, this is what I think will help serve you and your child best. That's great. So you're not just there trying to get another sale. You want to really help the kid is what you're trying to say. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. The humility. (laughs) I love it. So as we're winding down, what is one takeaway you want parents to walk away from with our conversation today? Trust the process. (laughs) What I'm saying, go and play with your kid. It has great outcomes. It doesn't just mean do anything, but like trust the process. Even if it looks like we're quote, just playing, even if it feels like you're just playing, there's so much to be gained from it. You know what? Let's talk about that really quick. You said that it looks like play with your work. And so why do you think people don't esteem play with the value that it actually should be esteemed? Because I know for a fact that play is really where the learning happens. So why do you think that a lot of people just don't esteem it properly? I think we're so used to feeling like learning is here's a flashcard. I show you the flashcard, you say the word, you get a high five and we've moved on because that, you know, that feels so structured like that. You can see it. I showed you a word. There's a one-to-one correlation. I did a thing. You did a thing. We feel good that we made it happen, but that's not really an actual way of learning. A lot of kids are not going to engage in that. So, you know, you're not going to ever get that one-to-one. I I showed you a thing, you learned a word. So it's, it's completely counterproductive. It seems like it should be the way I think, I don't know, I, anyone who went to public school and experienced that like that's what it looks like right (laughs) 
And so we're so used to learning is this, that it's hard sometimes to get out of that and really learn to appreciate learning. And it's hard, it's the leap of faith. It's not going to be that one-to-one. You're not going to see that I say this word and you say this word and you know, but like I said, so we have to trust that you have to go with it and keep doing this, even when you're not seeing it look the way you wanted it to. Walk me through what it would look like to have a session with you. Like, let's say a kid who's struggling with stuttering. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. Um, that's probably the most complicated one that you could have picked. Oh darn. I'll pick another one. Pick Let's pick another one. Let's, let's make, let's make, what's the easiest one? <laughs> um, let me go with just like a kiddo who's got some, let's go with a run of the mill, like articulation problem. We've got okay. a kiddo who maybe can't say their L's, right? Okay. I always start all of my sessions with just talking, kind of like a social emotional check-in. Tell me something that happened fun this week. What's your favorite thing about today? Just kind of getting them warmed up in the mood, having fun. We might do a little bit of just sitting down and practicing. Do we remember what motions we're doing with our mouth? Can you show me? Can I hear the sound? Great. And then we jump into doing like, you know, this is a kiddo who really likes basketball. So I've got like a little mini hoop. And for every time he takes a shot, he's got to give me three repetitions of the sound we're working on. Leap, leap leap high five and he throws the ball right and we're going to keep cycling through that practicing all the different sounds and then he's done maybe with doing the basketball hoop because we did all 15 words and he's feeling bored with that so we'll change it we'll do something else and we'll sit there and now we're going to mm, let's see we're going to practice mm, i can't think of an l word all of a sudden look we're going to read a book we're going to pull a book out and have fun look he sees this and flipping the page. Look, he sees that still practicing that same sound, but getting him involved, not necessarily reading the book, just using it as a way to keep them engaged. And then I usually like to end on something that's just plain fun. I don't know. We're going to do bubbles. We're going to have a two minute dance party. We're going to have some kind of way of ending on like a really good positive vibe. And then I usually high five and hopefully the parents are in the room and watching. If they're not because it's teletherapy or because they had the younger sibling, we go out a little bit early and then talk to parents about, hey, today he was able to do this, this, and this. This is how we did. Here's how you're going to prompt him. Here's the list of words you might do. We practice by throwing a ball, but he really liked reading and talking about look at what he saw. So you might want to practice whenever you're driving, having him tell you what he sees out the window. So. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Parents trust the process. Trust the process because I tell people that all the time too. I think a lot of people don't trust the process. They think like, it's going too slow or it's not working or how do you know you've never been there? <laughs> it's like, trust the process, go steady, slow and steady is the ticket. You will get there and you may have a kid who gets it really fast like the other one, or it may take some time, but either way, trust the process. Awesome. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie, for coming on today and sharing. You're so bubbly. If you guys could just see her, she's the <laughs> cutest thing ever. <laughs> Big, huge smile. Oh my gosh. So thank you so much for coming on and just sharing your whole story, you know, how it started behind the scenes and, you know, how some really awesome testimonies. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thanks for having me. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.